Good afternoon, everybody. Uneducated Economist here, bringing you the lumber update video because I know how much you guys love the lumber updates. Um, for those of you who don't know, I work at a lumber yard. I do retail sales for a living, and I have my fingers on the pulse of the lumber industry. I was one of the few people who were calling out the shortages in lumber before they happened and was one of the few people who was calling out that the high prices that we were experiencing within the lumber industry was not the result of the money printer go burr, but had more to do with the supply chain breakdown, causing those prices to go up to their all-time highs and like exploding to their all-time highs. Considering that an average price for lumber prior to the pandemic was somewhere around three to 500 per thousand, and when they price out lumber, they price it out in per thousand board feet. So that's $300 to $500 per thousand board feet that they are selling. And these contracts are huge. They're like 110,000 board foot contracts. Uh, that's changed just recently. They're now a quarter of that size. But from what I was getting from Keta, who runs uh, Madison Lumber Report, from what she was saying in that you have to buy four contracts at a time. So it still makes it a 110,000 board feet anyway. So anyway, I'm still like learning a little bit about that and what's taking place as far as the futures and the size of the contracts and what kind of price implications that can have with the, with the futures anyway. So right now we have futures at 423 per thousand. This is incredibly low. Considering the 500 per thousand that we were experiencing just a few months ago and the over a thousand per thousand that we had seen during the high price spikes during the, uh, during the shortages in the pandemic. Those shortages have come to an end. Uh, the inventory levels had found their, found their you know, place again as far as being filled. And the prices came down to what would be considered normal, like lumber prices at you know 400 per thousand or even 500 per thousand. That's a very normal price. And reflecting that into the retail price of things, because obviously the futures price isn't what the retail price is. The retail prices, if you were to kind of compare back to the pandemic or prior to the pandemic, an average two by four, eight footer would go for around three and a half to say four and a half dollars. That's a little bit high. I mean, I remember selling studs for, you know, a buck and a quarter a piece. So, I mean, they've been really cheap at times. But, you know, if you think anywhere from three to four dollars, even a little bit over four dollars would be a normal price. Right now, I'm selling two by fours. Well, I was selling them for around 429. I think they've ticked up a little bit since then, but 429 was a very average price. I mean, that was something that you could expect. And the same thing with plywood. Or, I mean, as far as the two by four, those spiked out at 1350. So when you're looking at 429, that's a, that's a really good price, right? This is, this is like what you would expect to pay. And then when it comes to plywood, the sheathing, half-inch CDX. Now, this is the most common plywood that you would find for sheathing a new construction building, like a new home. You got your studs. That's the 2x4s, 2x6. That's like the skeleton of the building. And then you got the sheathing that goes on, the half-inch CDX plywood or OSB plywood. This would be like the skin that goes on before all the doors, windows, siding, and stuff like that goes in. So it's like the main construction, the main framing of the building is the studs and the plywood. And so when you're thinking about like new construction, following those two particular items is going to be very telling of what we are experiencing within the new construction market. Because if there's a huge demand for those things, then you would see the price of them start to increase. Or if there's a lack of production. Right. Those are the two things. And that's what we had really experienced prior to the pandemic was a lack of production. 
So right now, home builder sentiment is in the toilet. Like they are not interested in building homes and mainly because they don't have a lot of buyer's traffic coming into the market to say, hey, I'm interested in buying this home that you're building. So if you don't have that mar that market, that buy buyer's market in there, then the builder themselves are like, man, I don't know. Like how much confidence can I have thinking that this house is going to be worth a particular amount when I start to build it, but then by the time I go to sell it, I can't get that much for it. That cuts into all my profit margins, and it doesn't give me like the environment that gives me a lot of like encouragement to go out there and build these homes. So that will reflect back into the prices, because really, if the home builders are not eager, then neither is the production from the mills. Like they are looking at the home builders market because that's the number one market that's going to be buying their product. And if the home builders aren't, aren't excited, then I can't imagine the production of the building material is going to be excited either. You, you kind of see where I'm getting at. Now, for those of you who don't know, I get a lumber letter once a week um, that kind of gives us an idea of what's going on throughout the nation. They talk to the different mills and the different different distribution networks and kind of come up with an idea to give us, you know, an idea of what's happening out there so we can at least let our customers know or just have, you know, not be just completely lost what's going on out there. So that's what this letter kind of does. Now, listen to this. OSB supply continues to be evenly paced, excuse me, evenly paced with demand and pricing continues to slide sideways. Mill order files range anywhere from two weeks to the new year. So OSB is a tighter market right now, and it seems to be that case. Now, as far as price increases or decreases, it seems to have found its level, right? This is where it wants to be. Now, if they were to produce less, then obviously that would start tightening up the inventory, but the demand side of things is also waning. So this is probably not gonna be pushing prices up any higher, but I can't imagine them getting, going any lower from this point because the production of it would been, then begin to curtail. And that's what we're going to find here as we move on. Um, let's see here. Fir plywood. Volumes leaving the mill will level have... I'm sorry, guys. I, I just got off of work, and so I'm kind of mumbling through my words here. Okay. Volumes leaving at the mill level have continued to flow at a steady pace. Sales at the mills have not been groundbreaking by any means, but the takeaway has kept producers firm on most prices. So this is it. They're like, man, I am not going any further down than this. This is it. This is your price. So if you want it, you want it. Otherwise, we're going to start curtailing development. Now, Boise Cascade plywood is set to curtail production at all their mills, but even that did little to stir the demand in the most markets, uh, as most still saw no real need to load up on inventory. So this is, that's pretty interesting to think about. Like this is like the demand for the, for the building materials is starting to drop and the producers know that the producers of this plywood and they're going to be like, man, I'm not going to be producing a bunch of plywood that these guys aren't going to be interested in and then have to sell it at a loss. You see, so they're going to, they're going to start tightening up inventory now. That's why I've been telling people, pick up your building materials. I've been saying it for some time. Like there's very little downside risk from right here. So if you've got projects coming into the future, I wouldn't hesitate. Pick up your stuff while you can. All right, Southern Yellow Pine Plywood. Uh, inquiry was fairly... I haven't read this either, too. This is the first time I'm reading through this. Uh, inquiry was fairly quiet this week as we continue to approach Thanksgiving. Most lead times are taking the holiday into consideration and are effectively taking that week out of the equation. If you have any immediate needs, uh, might be possible. However, this week is far, far more realistic. Downside risk should be fairly minimal at this point. See, again, like what I was saying. 
Uh, let's see here. Western SPF. Demand for Western spruce continues to be lackluster and price softened. Mill softened. And prices softened. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, Mill's willingness to accept counters was dictated by the ship date and the car availability. Housing starts and permits were released without much fanfare at the, as the markets hit the pause button. This is a tough time of year to gain momentum or confidence. At some point, the mills will find balance. It's just a grind for now. Promptwood is still uh, the best value. So it sounds to me like, you know, they're sitting, they're getting in that position. Like they know that things are not going to be doing well. What I gather from most of the stuff that I am reading is that the mills are probably going to go into some sort of curtailing if this situation continues with the home builders not really being that eager. Uh, moving into Southern Pine. The pine market has firmed up. We saw demand for 2x6 through 2x10 increase, causing an increase in the price of it caused an increase in the pricing. 2x12 demand increase this week as well, seeing an increase of 30 per thousand. Um, Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible because we're already doing it all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Let me see. Where is it going here? I thought there was a little bit. Let's go into the Western stuff. That's going to be... Activity has been hit or missed throughout the week. Buyers are covering the most pressing of needs and looking for prompt trucks as an overall cautious tone seems to be the norm throughout the market as a whole. In terms of Doug Fur, 2x4 and 2x8 are the most readily available widths on the open market. Next is 2x6 as availability appears to be getting better on these widths. 2x10 and 2x12 are the most difficult widths to find. Um... Talion, as most offers I've come across this week have been heavier to the shorts of these two wits. And this is something that actually we had talked about a little bit earlier in one of my videos uh, just a few days ago. And that um, the buyer for our yard, my yard here, for our yard, uh, said that finding 2x12s uh, haven't been difficult. Like sourcing out some of the 2x12 lengths um, hasn't been as easy as all the rest of the stuff has. And that was something I was reporting on. And it seems to be the case throughout the rest of the Western Western market here. Um, let's see here. The warehouser strike is now over. So warehouser had, had a strike going for a while. Uh, 
is over. However, it will take a few weeks before they can quote any open market wood. All right, so they're probably behind because of that. And then let's see here, green dimension. The last week, okay, the last few weeks in green dug fir have been lackluster at best. The week took lackluster to a new low level. Very slow all week. That was the partial. That was partially reflected in the significant price declines in random lengths print last night. So yeah, it looks like the lumber market is not doing well as far as the prices go uh, for the mills. Like prices for us, like as an individual looking to you know pick up lumber, we're gonna have our opportunity right now to pick up this lumber at fairly cheap prices. But if this continues, if these low prices, I mean, at 420 per thousand, these mills, it's obvious in there that they are not happy producing at this lower level and they will go into curtailments. And they have already started some of that. And you can see it from the Boise Cascade plywoods that it's not going to take too much time before that plywood or the lack of plywood coming into the market is going to start driving prices back up. So that's what I've been saying for the last few weeks. Now is the time to buy your lumber if you are looking to do a project here in the near future. What happens after the new year, I don't know. Right, but as of right now, I think your buying opportunity is here, and I wouldn't wait too much longer. Um, could prices go down? Sure. I mean, anything can happen. But from the things that I'm gathering here, if prices continue to go down, we are going to see some mill curtailments taking place. No doubt about it. Um, okay, uneducated economist, you guys let me know.